I always thought, well, I'm too old. I'm not so skinny or ballet-like uh, anymore. So, but then I thought, well, why can I start again? Or why just try it and we'll see. It's fun, so okay, let's do it. It doesn't um, put me back anymore. Hey, dancers, welcome to the show. I'm Julie, and I'm your host today on this episode of Broche Banter. I both own and teach at Broche Ballet, a virtual ballet school just for adults. Join us as we explore all things adult ballet. Today on the show, I chat with Danielle in the Netherlands. After a magical experience watching a ballet performance as a child, she danced for several years in her youth. She stopped dancing at the age of 13 and returned to ballet at age 40 after having her second child. From ballet to the oboe to crocheting, Danielle loves to try fun new things, work hard, and persevere through challenges. Her positive and determined attitude is bound to inspire you and leave a smile on your face. Enjoy! Before we get to the show, let's take our broche bite. On this segment, we'll talk about bite-sized ballet tidbits to give you something to chew on while you listen. Today, let's talk about point shoes. Many dancers dream of point shoes and that magical day when they can dance on their toes. Often, new dancers think it's a mystical goal that might take decades to achieve. But what does getting ready actually entail? I think of readiness in three categories. First, ballet technique, including core and turnout strength and an understanding of one's body. Second, ankle flexibility. And third, foot strength, including toes, arches, and calves. Ballet technique and strength will develop from consistent ballet class. Ankle flexibility may take a bit more work, consisting of massage and stretch, either on your own or with the help of a professional, depending on prior injuries, history of high impact sports, or flatter feet. And foot strength comes from pre-point classes or other focused ankle and foot strengthening exercises. Some serious injuries can make point a risky goal, such as ankle injuries involving metal pins and fused bones. We also need to be careful about osteoporosis, and it's worth noting that your third trimester isn't a great time to start point work. Generally speaking, aside from these challenges, I have not seen a dancer with a dream of point keep coming, keep trying, and not make it up onto their toes. With enough hard work, I believe that anyone with the inkling to try point can get there. For many adult dancers who are taking ballet consistently, this goal might take as little as one to two years. For more information, visit our website, brocheonline.com slash journey to point, or our YouTube channel. Now onto the show. Well, Danielle, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to get to chat with you today. Well, thanks, Julie. It's nice to meet you in person <laughs> through the screen. <laughs> That's right. It's very, it's very great to meet you. So where are you calling me from today? I'm calling you from uh, the middle of the Netherlands. Wow. Yeah. Across the pond. <laughs> yeah, very far across the pond. That's amazing. What language do you speak there? Well, we speak Dutch, but um, from early on, we learn English and German and French. So we learn English is, is always okay. You yeah. four languages? Uh, people, everyone? Yeah. No, we get to choose in middle school, secondary school, and from 14 on, we can choose what language we want, uh, we want to learn. But they always start from, well, from kindergarten, they start with English. 
and uh-huh. uh, right now and from 13 on they start to first add french and then german and then later on you can choose whether you want to do exams so wow but that's the first language is dutch how many of those do you speak uh, I speak English and German pretty well. French, I can understand. So did that make it any easier to learn ballet, knowing French, or was it still, are the terms still confusing as to know what's what? No, because I started, I just looked it up. I started ballet when I was six, so I think that just came with learning ballet. I see. And, and I see now that I'm older, I... Uh, started ballet again uh, at 40 and well, I did have to remember what the terms were and what was what yeah so, so how so how long did you so you danced from age six until when 13 okay I did ballet and then I uh, switched to ballroom dancing for a couple of years um, and when I was studying, I uh, did jazz ballet, jazz dance. Always kept on dancing in different styles. Uh, I took a break. Uh, and after I had my second child, I started jazz dance again. And at 40, I was wanted to go back to my true love, which was ballet. And now it's, well, I'm 45 now, so <laughs> five years. So you've been back at it for a little while. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Did you take any more breaks within there or have you just been like gung-ho since you started back up? Well, uh, no, just, uh, just one break between what started working and having children and all that. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. Um, how old are your kids now? Well, my, uh, my oldest will be 15 next month and my uh, youngest is 13. I have two, one girl, one boy. That's awesome. Do they keep you pretty busy still, or are they a little bit more um, on their own at this point? Yeah, they are more independent. They yeah. just, we just have to help them with school a little bit, but most of the time they can do things on their own. Oh, nice. Then that yeah. gives you a little bit more yeah. time to dance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> That's right. I imagine when you have young children, it's very hard to squeeze it in. Yeah, it is. You have to carve one night out, so that's mine, and the rest of the time will go by so quickly. And now I can, I know I have every night I can turn on the video or something. I can do what I want. Yeah. How, how nice. <laughs> <laughs> so um, why, so ballet is your, your first love, your true love. Why? What, what, what about ballet makes it so special for you? It was magical. When I, I can remember when I was about eight or so, I love dancing and moving. That's something that always has been in me. But I can remember one time my dad had some special event for his work. And it was in a grand theater here in the, in the, the Hague in the Netherlands. And it was a classical night with uh, a violinist and the, the ballet couple of that time. Alexandra Radius and Han Ebelaar were the big ballet couple and to go. <laughs> and I was, well, eight, nine, ten, something. And I had to stay up very late to go with my dad to that event. And it was magical. Uh-huh. So that's the, the fantasy, the dreaming, flying. Yeah. Yeah. I now, think that's you, it. It's, it's so, I mean, it's, I think it's the last thing that still has magic as an adult, right? You get that card tricks 
you know, you get how they work, right? Like you get how a lot of magical yeah. things work and you get special effects on TV and it's like, it's cool, but it's not, it doesn't give you quite the same feeling, but ballet can surprise you and it can be yeah. a physical sensation that's like uh, new or surprising. It's very, it feels very magical. Yeah, definitely. Still, when I go to, when I go to the theater now, can my daughter joins me and we go to an night out or even over an afternoon because we can't stay up too late. Um, it's we just it's relaxing and just enjoying everything. Mm -hmm. It's a total experience. Yeah, it's really amazing and the physicality of it all, but yet it doesn't look yeah. physical at all. No, not at all. And you, then you know how hard work it is and how those feet must hurt. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But yet they show no pain on their face. No, no. you can really never great. see it. <laughs> no. So um, when you came back to ballet at the age of 40, did, was it still yeah. magical on your first day back or did it take you a little bit of time yeah. to feel the magic again? No, I think the, I was very um, motivated to, to do ballet when I was a kid. I even wanted to uh, make a, a professional career out of it. Unfortunately, the school said no. <laughs> Auditions went bad, but okay, yeah. that happens. But I was very passionate and motivated to do everything. So it was so in my, in my body that when I started again, it was like I never stopped. Huh. Just being back right first moment was, yeah. That's amazing. It was surprising, but yeah, it felt good. Yeah. Yeah. I've found, um, especially with people who've had that similar experience of it coming right back to them, um, I've heard funny things from people even saying like that the night after they had their first ballet class, they'll have dreams, like they're, they'll have yeah. dreams and memories from when they were a kid because it's so attached <laughs> to it. Did you have anything like that happen to you? Uh, no, I don't think so. But I can imagine it, it brings back so many memories and so many feelings. Yeah, <laughs> totally. It's like a, you're a kid again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when definitely. Yeah, that's right. But you're not, you, you have a different, you have a fresh. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's right. So you also have another super interesting hobby um, that I found on your Instagram, which is super <laughs> cool. Tell me about your other amazing hobby. Oh, you mean the crocheting or yeah. what? <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah, I just started because one of my kids saw a doll they wanted to have. So I was, okay, well, I try it. And it was so much fun. So I started crocheting and the amigurumis, the little dolls, they were fun to make. And I had a colleague who could explain things when I went wrong or if oh. I had problems. And it's, it's easy because you only need some yarn and you need a hook and that's it. And, and I, can take, I can put it away when I don't feel like it. And the project takes a little bit longer, but well, that's no problem. Yeah, so... I have many creative hobbies, I think. <laughs> what are some other ones? Well, I make cards, paper crafting, and I started playing the oboe oh, a couple wonderful. of years ago. Yeah, Beautiful instrument. Mm -hmm. So pretty. I just wanted to try it, and uh -huh. well, it was too much fun, so now I have lessons. Uh, wow. Are, are, do you take private lessons, or are there group oboe lessons, or how does that work? No, it's... Well, we have um, a music school where they give ballet lessons for mm. children and adults. That's where I started. So I just said, well, I love the oboe. I want to try it. And they said, well, you can try a lesson. And they, uh, they matched me with, with a teacher. 
and um, they uh, and I tried it and it was fun and we had a great time. So I tried, okay, well, I'll take more lessons. It's private because I'm the only one my age, I think, with this, uh, this level, but okay, no problem. So now I have once every two weeks, I have half an hour lesson. And uh, yeah. Wow. Like that. Had you played music in the past or is this your first experience with music? Uh, no, I played the, the flute. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a flute they try in, in elementary school. You can, well, when you start an element, uh, an instrument, well, you take that. That's where I started. Yeah. And then I'd never, never played an instrument ever until now. Until the oboe. Yeah. It's a very, that's a very random instrument to start with. Well, how did you develop your love of the oboe? I mean, I think it's gorgeous too, but it's so random. It's so <laughs> The sound. Yeah. Uh, what's the sound? I tried declaring that too, but I didn't get any sound out. Oh, it's too yeah. hard. Very hard. So, and the, yeah, and the oboe has, yeah, it's a lovely sound. So, mm -hmm. well, I thought loud, let's try it. Yeah. Well, I think you, and that's with the ballet too. I always thought, well, I'm too old. I'm not so skinny or ballet-like uh, anymore. So, but then I thought, well, why can I start again? Or why just try it and we'll see. It's fun, so okay, let's do it. It doesn't um, put me back anymore. Yeah, I, I agree. There's no, just try it, right? If it goes poorly, then don't do it again or keep doing it even if you liked it, even if it went poorly, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and, it, and if it doesn't work out, well, okay, you tried it and let's go home. Yeah. Right. Not a big deal. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. So music is, music I find super interesting. I did music for a very long time and it, there's so many tenets of it about how to practice and how to practice on your own that I feel like I take for granted in terms of being able to practice ballet because I think with ballet, we don't quite have the same culture as music where every music lesson, I feel like you are sent home with homework and you are expected to practice 30 minutes a day for all of the days until you see your teacher again. And in music, I think across the board, that's the expectation. Whether you're in group class or individual class, it's expected that you will go home. And the teacher tells you, I mean, there is an assignment every single time. Is that, is that the case there as well? How universal is this? Yeah, well, for my hobo, I really, uh, I, um, we, we, we look at what different parts we have and what is, will be fun to play. And that's my homework. And for ballet, I don't have any. And I remember when we were kids, um, I did the, uh, the Royal Academy of Dance method. Mm -hmm. So we had to practice because we had an exam at the end of the, end of the, the year. <laughs> And I can remember we were dancing, trying to remember all the steps and all the dances in the street with my friends. <laughs> so, but now, no, it's we just, well, if we want to go, we go and, uh, well, we don't have to practice anything. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's so right. That's, it's very, it's very, it's very different. And I forget about the music training because for me, it's been so long in the past. But when I think back to it, it was very, very rigorous. And I think even, even friends and people I've met like you who are taking uh, music lessons as adults, it doesn't matter the age. The expectation is that you go home and you practice. It's the funniest yeah. thing. The expectation is, you know, you, you go home and you do your scales and you do your arpeggios and you just, you practice. <laughs> yeah, you have to, because otherwise you're, uh, I, when I'm very busy at work, for instance, 
I can't practice all the time. So then I went back to class and was like, oh, sorry, <laughs> I didn't do anything. <laughs> they can uh, doesn't... <laughs> but you feel really bad because you didn't try. That's the difference. <laughs> right. Isn't that funny? <laughs> yeah, it really is. <laughs> do you wish ballet had more of that? Or do you like that ballet is a little bit, at least, at least in many adult schools, it's a little bit more relaxed? Well, I like the, the, the atmosphere of the, the more relaxed, laid-back uh, lessons. But in me is still that little kid that wants to try even harder every time and wants to learn more and more. And then, so now, I'm, because of your, uh, your mini tutorials, I dance every day. And oh, it feels so good. <laughs> because I want, to, yeah, I want to try and practice and get better every time. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And a so. week between, you forget a lot of stuff. Even a week between things, yeah. you forget a lot of stuff. Yeah. So it's hard to remember all the details. They slip away. Yeah. And when, when you have a busy week with work, with family and everything, there's so much to, you take in, you can't remember everything. That's right. You, Even if you try in the class, you try everything and it's going pretty well. Well, next week can be totally different ball game. Yeah, it's like a, you got a whole different body in a week, right? It's a whole yeah. new thing. Who knows what happened between then and now? <laughs> yeah, totally so, out of the window. Yeah, that's right. So, what is um, what have you been doing at this period of time? Obviously, the whole world is different. I assume the Netherlands is no different. Are you back to a studio? Are you still at home? What does life look like out there? Well, um, we when we went into lockdown in March. Uh, the studio closed, where well, the school closed, and we switched to online. So I have one class uh, a week online, and that was okay. It worked. And then we had a summer break, and now we started a couple of weeks ago. The, the, the school started again. The room is open, but it doesn't feel right for me. And uh, I have had a cold, and... I, because it was so busy at my work, I wasn't just feeling so I was like, well, I'm not going to, into the studio. I'm staying at home and practice there. Yeah. I have my, uh, my, my attic here and I can try to make a bar. It's fun to see you with the ladder. <laughs> <laughs> I have my wash it, my drying rack as a bar. It works. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I am. I have many times considered upgrading my space, like getting a bar, but I do think it's kind of endearing to have the ladder and shows people that you can do it, even if you don't yeah, have really. a bar. And I don't have a ton of space, so I'm like, I don't really want to store a bar. And, I, and this ladder serves multiple purposes, no. so I just kind of keep rolling with the goofy ladder. <laughs> yeah, well, and it's your gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> just keep it that way. <laughs> The ladder is a good signature. <laughs> yeah, really but I've is. always I've always used that ladder. I used to practice at home in New York City when I lived there, and a lot of times it was challenging to get to a class. There's lots of classes, but I lived about an hour outside of the city. So on the weekends, an hour outside the city becomes like an hour and a half because the trains don't run very often. So mm -hmm. I would practice at home. I had the RID method on my computer too, so I would like do the RID okay. videos, and it was always that step the same yeah. step ladder. It's been that same step ladder for years. <laughs> oh well. It's well, it works. Maybe I should switch my drying rack to the to the step ladder too. It it it's meant to it's meant to support weight. I feel like because it's meant yeah. for you to stand on it, so that's why I like it. Yeah, yeah. and it's a bit higher. That's right. I like now. Um, are you tall? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm I'm 
taller than my drying rack. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's one funny thing about meeting people on the internet. You never know how tall they are. Everyone looks the same height on Zoom. Everyone looks the same size. Yeah, I'm one, one meter 75, but I'm not sure what it's in, in inches or feet or anything. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is a very hard one well, to translate. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't tell you. Um, yeah, taller than the average. Yeah, taller than the average. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I need a bit higher bar. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Um, so what is your, what, is, what do you have your eyes set on next, whether in your hobbies, in your oboe, in your ballet, what do you have your eyes set on next, or do you just love getting up and doing it every day? Yeah, well, I think the, the, the goal now is to keep moving every day because, um, well, because of all the, the, the situation now, I stay at home for work, well, at least until January. Mm. Dif things will be different, and I love it's it's a mental thing. I think just keep on moving every day will like, keep me sane. Yeah. So that's what, uh, and and I like to. I I feel the basic. I want to um, get my basics better. Mm -hmm. So I went back to basic bar classes and trying to to strengthen well my core. So that's what that's the first goal I have, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Do you ever so you do many, many different things. Do you ever get discouraged in any of those things? Or how do you what what's your <laughs> sensation? Ooh. Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> Where did that go? No, from? I'm like just keep on trying. You just keep I don't on know. Going. Like you seem to have a very just keep going, keep doing an attitude. It seems like lockdown didn't phase you that much. How did you well, like I it's, well, okay, so maybe that was inaccurate. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had we had a difficult uh, a difficult uh, family. Uh, my my someone in the family died just before we went into lockdown. Oh my gosh! So it has been a bit of a. Well, it has been hard, yeah. but it's in my. I think it's in my my mentality to to keep on being positive and to keep on getting energy from everything. It can also be. Um, it could also work against me, just because I want to go and go and go. I have. I just have to take back a little bit sometimes. Yeah. So, I. I just. I think I found the things that give me energy. Mm. I found them now, and that's where I stick to. And the rest is going a bit on the back burner. And when I have time, I have time, and otherwise not. Yeah. Were you, were you always like that when you were a kid? Were you kind of just go with it, keep going, keep plodding along? Or did, do you remember if you had a time when you kind of learned this mentality? Um, I think I've always had it. I don't know if it always showed. <laughs> I think it's always have, has been in me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. It's always fun to hear everyone's different perspectives and, and where and where they come from, right? Motivation is always such a hard thing to come by and the, the drive yeah. to continue and, and the discipline to keep going, even when you're not getting results in something is actually quite difficult to to find and achieve. So I'm always very curious to hear how people got where they are, where they want to yeah. go, you know, how everyone got their their perspective. Yeah, well, I think it's just... I can be frustrated when something doesn't work and then I have to just take a step back and look at it and well then later on we try again and if we really want it then I keep on trying until it works 
it's germination that's sometimes a bit irritating, but yeah. Yeah, I guess the key there that you said, if you really want it, you keep on trying, right? But at a certain point, yeah. if you really care about it, it's not worth the effort. No, it's the same like when, uh, when something is lost in this house, it's only lost when mom can't find it. It really is, because I keep on trying and looking for it. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, last question for you here. Do you have any, I know, it's already been 25 minutes. Time flies. <laughs> I know, time flies. Um, yeah, uh, last question for you. Um, for anyone out here listening to us, right, about wanting to get back into ballet, especially after a long break or... Any, anyone who wants to try something, maybe even music, right? Because you've, you, you've tried so many things. Do you have any last words that you want to, to tell our listeners about why it's worth it to go take that leap or anything you want to impart onto our listeners? Well, I think uh, uh, when you really want to try something, you just do it. Because as I said, the only thing you can, you only can regret it if you don't do it and try it. And if it doesn't work out well, okay, that's fine. But otherwise, you can miss out on so many fun things. Yeah, that's just do it. <laughs> don't think you are too you, you are too old or too young or you don't have the body for it because that's <laughs> one I know. Just do it. Love it. It it couldn't be it couldn't be um, more straightforward though. Very hard to execute on. It's always worth giving it a try if it's really in your heart. Yeah, definitely. Always worth it. Thank you, Danielle. This was so much fun to You're get. You're welcome. This was fabulous. Thank you for, for coming on the show with me. I'm, I'm really delighted to hear all the fun stuff you're, you're doing out there and can't wait to keep following your story. Yeah, well, thank you, Julie, for having me. And I didn't think I have a fun story, so it's nice chatting to you. I think your story is great. You've got so much interesting stuff. For um, I think for adults, we forget that we're supposed to keep learning through our adult life, and we forget that we're still a work in progress. And just because we have a job and a kid and all of that stuff, we're, we're we still need to keep learning and keep having fun and keep making our lives interesting. And it sounds like you just do such an awesome job of that with all your different hobbies and things that you've tried. So it's, it's very inspiring. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> awesome. Thanks. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for listening today, dancers. For more adult ballet, you can follow our studio on Instagram and Facebook at Broche Ballet. You can follow me on Instagram at Julie the Ballerina or check out our blog and YouTube channels for more content. You can even dance with us in our online studio with daily live Zoom classes, private lessons, and our on-demand video library. Don't forget to have your story featured on our podcast. Email us at hello at brocheballet.com. I'm Julie Gill, and this was Broche Banter. Happy dancing! <laughs>